feel about me Everybody got something to say about me About me They just wanna see me rowdy They just really need something to hate about me I don't know what they thinking they getting out of me I was looking for music before it found me Never noticing me and I'm moving loudly All I'm wearing is black and I do it proudly yo, yo, You say that you yo, don't but you calling me back Time five podcast episode two. Uh, this your boy Chris J. Got my co-host on here. Go ahead and do your cell G. Yo, what's going on? It's your boy Chaz Vibe. Cool, cool. Appreciate you guys that are back. Appreciate your new listeners, of course, for just that's tuning in for the first time on episode two. But if this is your first episode, listen to us. Make sure you go back and listen to episode one. It'd be greatly appreciated. But Make sure you also follow us on you tweaking media as well while you at it. Cause uh, if you click the link, make sure you follow the other link too as well, G. But we appreciate you guys regardless. So we're gonna go yes, ahead sir. and get right into it. Uh, every episode we're gonna start off with what you've been listening to recently and all that good stuff. So uh, I'll let you go first, bro. Okay. Well, I've been listening to myself. Not to sound egotistical, but I did just record the single uh, to my album. Um, the, the single will be releasing like sometime in January. And I mean, obviously, January. I give like my uh, social media and stuff at the end of the episode. But yeah, I've just been listening to that. January. You know, in the song. Huh? You said January, my guy. Oh, January. July. July. Um, yeah, I've listened to myself, kind of like going, look, just like listening to like, how good it sounds because it was an actual studio and just visualizing how, you know, the rest of the album is going to be rock the band. Um, what else I've been listening to? Uh, kind of a spoiler for one of the topics we're going to talk about. Uh, but I have been listening to a lot of Chris Brown lately. You know what I'm saying? And I went back to like some of my favorite songs. You feel me? I'm going to say that for later. Uh, I've been listening to. The Future album, the Dirk album, and that's pretty much kind of it. Like, I listen to the same songs when I go to work, and I've been, it's my stretch week, so it's kind of like everything is in rotation. You feel me? Yeah, I feel you, G. Uh, for me, kind of like a little bit of, uh, I've been really back in my R&B bag, like, the past week, week, past two weeks, maybe. I just just been listening to a crap ton of R and B. Uh, of course, I've been checking out some of the new stuff, but like I've been on a lot of Usher lately. I don't know why. Like Usher really, I might like Usher really deserves his flowers. G. Uh, but like I said, that goes back to the he's going to tie into the Chris Brown topic uh, later. But uh, Usher deserves his flowers, and people need to respect that man as such. Uh, but yeah, I've definitely been on a lot of R and B. I was listening to One Twelve and Jagged Edge. Mainly because they had the little versus battle, and it made me respect One Twelve because they had a lot of stuff I did not know they made. G, I was just sitting there like, "Damn, I feel bad, bro." Uh, <laughs> for like, bad for none. I was like, "No, I'm like, they made that." I was like, "Yo, I didn't know they made that, bro." I thought I was somebody else. It be like that sometimes, though, bro. Yeah, especially when it comes like, especially when it comes to like '90s, early 2000s R&B because it was so many, so much like decent stuff that I was just playing. But yeah, so. Uh, listen to Gunner's album that dropped last week. It was decent. Uh, 
I was out actually went back and started listening to some old Ludacris and made me really realize that man probably has a really strong four stretch of albums. Uh, that oh yeah, for sure. Like he's definitely up there in terms of like yo, because each of like they had hits nonstop on those albums, like a lot of bangers on those. G, and I'm like, damn, I really came up on Ludacris, and and once again, he needs to be respected as such as well, even though he did fall off like a mug, but Ludacris needs to be respected as such. Um, but in terms of like, you know who I think is uh kind of like Ludacris uh today? Who? The baby. In the sense of, and like how, like characters and music videos, yeah. But I think Ludacris is a way, like, I actually appreciated, like, Ludacris lyrically more now, while the baby, I really don't really care for much lyrically. That's just me. Well, not like, not so much like lyrical, but in terms of like subject matter, uh, his character, and yeah. stuff like that. You feel me? Like, I get like, you know, new ludicrous vibes from them. You feel me? Like especially like he came out with like the swole stuff on when he was performing. And yeah. just how like wacky his videos be. You know what I'm saying? Like even like I think the first video I saw with him was Walter Texas Ranger. Yeah. I think that was the first video I saw him. That, I was yeah, like, that was the dude. first for everybody, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I just I just think that's dope. I was talking even about that earlier. Yeah, I could I could see it in that aspect. It's just if baby was to be consistent, I think he, but it's just like he, it's just the lack of consistency or just like refreshing, refreshment that the baby doesn't really bring that Ludacris brought because he just got stale fast for me. And that's kind of hard because, like, once I rock with you, I rock with you. And I was like, yeah. and I was going hard for this nigga. And then I'm like, yo, I'm actually like getting bored listening to this man. That's kind of how I feel about listening to a little baby album, honestly. Like, I don't get the hype in that. Uh, also, what did I listen to? Oh yeah, I was today. I was listening to uh, Freddie Gibbs' uh, new album Alfredo. So if you like gangster rap with uh, quality A one gangster rap bars, with mixed in with some very quality uh, Alchemist beats, this is the album for y'all. So y'all enjoy it. I'm, I enjoyed it. It's really good. I didn't finish it, but what I heard so far is really good. Decent vibes off that. Uh, shout out to Gary Indiana's fi- uh, finest. Uh, but, <laughs> Hey man, he is from Gary, Indiana, G. Like Gary, Indiana, full of some savages, it's just G. It's funny so. when you think about it, man. It's you said funny. what? I mean, it's just funny when you think about it. Yeah, like he's probably like, in terms of a uh, niggas alive from Gary, Indiana, he is probably most important because Michael Jackson's dead, and nobody really cares about Tito, Jermaine, uh, and all the other niggas from the Jackson Five. So hey, so. Very true. But um so yeah, that's what we've been listening to lately. Uh moving on to our next topic. Uh so ironically today is the two year anniversary of the life of Adidon, aka the diss track that most people claim was to destroy Drake's career. Still like a very impactful diss track too, regardless, but looking back at it. What are your thoughts about that diss track, regard, like, regardless of like how it's time garbage. passed? <laughs> <laughs> not just because, not just because I'm a Drake fan, but it's got it, context wise, it was garbage, bro. It, it, it was garbage. I mean, okay, let me let me rephrase that because I I talk about this a lot. Now, everything besides, you know, him commenting on Drake's son and everything like that, 
is warranted, you know, because it was a beef. You say what you got to say, you do what you got to do. But like when you mention, when you coming at a man because, you know, he was keeping his child on the low, I just feel like that's some simp stuff. You feel me? Because why are you worried about another grown man and his kids? You feel me? Because it's like, when Beyonce was pregnant, you know what I'm saying, she shut the whole world off. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like, you didn't see the baby for a minute. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's a cruel world we live in. Why would you want to, why am I showcasing my child? You feel me? So I just, I just felt like that shot in particular was like a big miss. And one of the reasons I'm just like, yeah, I mean, y'all can, y'all say, you know, Drake lost because he didn't respond. But I'm like, he really didn't go that hard to me, personally. Yeah. I mean, everything else is all right. I, I, I get it. Like, the rap beef or whatever, move off the bam. You feel me? Like, yeah. But, like, that was just, that was just, I don't know. You could have said a lot of other stuff. But you worried about another grown man's baby? Like, come on, dog. Yeah, I, I I agree. Like when I think about now, like the the you hiding the child, uh, you are hiding a child line is probably the most overrated part of that song. But he went harder when he said the stuff about forty. Like yeah, the baby, forty that, even that's like, like that's some rap beef stuff right there. Like yeah, the forty not stuff. About another grown man's baby though. Yeah, like, like like I agree because the forty stuff. I was like, okay, like that don't get talked about enough. That that's kind of what triggered Drake a lot. Actually, was that like, was yo, harsh. me talking about my dying friend. Like that, <laughs> that was he was harsh. hurt. Like my friend, <laughs> like my homie could. My homie's a uh, literally a wrong foot um, a day away from literally ending up on the second floor at our job, bro. So it was like, hey, <laughs> yo, <laughs> no cap, bro. Exactly. I was hurt. Me being a Drake fan, I was. I felt guilty listening to that. Man. Yeah, I like, feel guilty even talking about it right now. Like, but that, that line, just proves my point. Like stuff like yeah. that. You feel me? Yeah, that that's and also you, even like the line also about like I feel like because that line the tick 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 your time is up to, uh, about forty even kind of going in about how his mom's not even important to his pops was like those were harder lines to me than yeah you hiding child but I think it's because what wait Drake got a kid and like niggas like oh yeah we care and. To me, it's like he I made really... a big deal about it. Like it'd be, you could like mention it on some funny stuff. You feel me? But you was really gunning for that. Like, okay, we like face, talk about something else, nigga. Yeah, or even the blackface line too, because like the blackface stuff. I'm like, yeah, I would dig more he, onto he that. He had good ammunition. He had good ammunition. He just, he just tweaked hard to me. Yeah, because he put so much emphasis on that. You're hiding a child, cause like that was the one line where I'm like, oh, okay. If you wasn't like, if you casually listen in the background, it's like, yo, wait, he, he said what? Rewind. Yeah. You're hiding a child. It's like, damn, nigga, like fucked up. Drake hiding the child. Oh, okay, but like, like as you said, it's like when you look back now, it's like especially now that we've seen the kid, we see we Drake is very open about the the child to an extent. And we already know the baby mama situation and stuff like that is like, yeah, whatever. It, but it's like, like the line had, that line wasn't the line that should be the impact line to me, at least. Like that should have been the line that got everybody hooked up and say, this is the greatest diss track ever. Like to me, I still like it, but 
over time is kind of overrated. And that's kind of how I feel about back to back as well. Is like back to back is good. I'm not saying Life Addy Down is not good either, but I don't think it's overrated in the social media aspect because at the time, like, yo, this is crazy and all of that. So, yeah, but over time, like, when I look back at it, especially when you like put it next to like other diss tracks that we grew up hearing, or and like literally, if you also, if you listen to this podcast, you have not watched the Beef 1, 2, and 3 uh, DVDs or whatever, find them shits on YouTube, my nigga, please, before you finish listening <laughs> to this topic. But, um, because we're qualified here, but like some of the stuff we heard then, it's like, yeah, maybe those not even really top five and all of that. Yeah. Like, but like, it's because like rap beef don't happen as often, or at least like on wax, on track, and stuff like that. So we don't really get those moments as often because like mugs is rather beef on goddamn uh Twitter, Instagram, and stuff like that, IG Live. So like when we actually get it on, actually on back wax. In the day. Yeah, like back in the day, it's like, oh, okay, it's it's different now. So like when we actually get it on wax, it's like it's a huge deal. But now looking at it, I'm like, yeah, I think both like it is overrated. It did put like a small. It's like how look at it like that's put like what's a good example? It's kind of like when Goku did the uh when Goku did the what you call it the. Kamehameha wave on sale, the instant transmission Kamehameha wave on sale, and he can't and sell literally like like we thought it was over, and then L said, "Hi, I'm back." That's literally what Drake did. Basically, Drake was saying, <laughs> "It's like yo, that was a <laughs> shot, but it didn't kill me, nigga. Like I'm still here." Not at all. Not in the slightest. <laughs> exactly. And you exactly, and like when we look at it, it's like okay, like Scorpion to me is still a dud to me. Like I like it did have an impact on Drake's thinking around that time frame, but like we like what Drake has out now, like Dark Wayne, uh, demo tapes, like Drake is still like I feel like it, it motivated Drake once he thought about like long term and shit like that and got over the over the shit. Why I think Pusha T hasn't even dropped nothing recently, so it was like frustrating in that aspect. But um, but yeah. So anything you want to add for you? Yeah, I on? feel what you mean by it being like overrated because like even when you said like yeah back to back was hard like when i first heard back to back yeah that beat was nasty it was dark it was crazy and like it was all context wise you feel me because it was like meek mill became like a meme you feel me and so then drake was just adding overkill (laughs) so everybody's like oh he just got another you know what i'm saying so it was Mm -hmm. like it just all worked in his favor at the time and it was really smart on drake's part because i know at one hand, he's like, yo, I do, I am beefing with folks. But then on another hand, he's like, I'm going to make this work to my advantage. So, you know, he came up with the memes and stuff. So he overhyped it. And, you know, it's all about money at the end of the day. You feel me? And so I do you know, see what you're saying. But, like, with Story of Adidon, the same thing. It's like, it was the, um, you know, Drake is always memeable, which is why, he, you know, he, he uses that to his advantage as well. Like, he knows he's going to be mean with the songs he makes, but he makes them, and the song ends up popping. You know what I'm saying? Hotline Bling, for example. You feel me? And so, I feel like, Pusha uh, T, knowing that, you feel me? He like, oh, I'm going to say this dude, you know, the ghost right in, you know what I'm saying? The, the grassy stuff, the, uh, the uh, blackface stuff like that. 
he gonna bring it all up because he knows like the internet is gonna run with it. Yep. And like eventually stuff, you know, dies out, stuff like that ends up dying out. And it's like, oh, you said this about Drake and because he got this and he doing that and we're off the bam. And then it's like, okay, what's next? Pretty much. Like that's literally how quickly it came and went. Like like it's still like people who hate Drake who's like still, you know, running with the uh running with like, oh yeah, fuck Drake is over with. But it's like you just hate that man and you still listen to his music when the shit drop, bro. Like, so you hold that That's in the way. People people hate on Drake. Well, it's not even just Drake. People hate on what's like popular. Like Of course. That's like a big trend and I don't I don't understand that. Yeah, it's been like that for years, bro. Like it's been like that for years. It's it's niggas from New York who hate Mike for uh, literally ruining every championship opportunity they had, and some of them niggas own every pair of mics ever, uh, ever. So yeah, it's like hey, like bro, you ruined my childhood, bro. But <laughs> I but like I'm buying your shoes. So it's like mugs. I hate Drake. Oh wait, he dropped a new song. Let me listen so I can hate. So yep, yep. Mental illness. <laughs> That's how I look at it, bro. Like, if I'm not ro- like 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 if I'm not rocking with you, like if you listen to this podcast, you know I hate Paul Pierce with a passion, bro. If I see that dude's face on ESPN, I am turning it off. I'm not giving that man the opportunity to get a view. If you tag me in something, Paul Pierce, I may react, but that's social media, bro. That like that gives me a chance to let y'all know this man's a pe- a bum. I got to make sure I don't say nothing. I, gotta, I don't feel like censoring nothing. So I have to watch my language. But he's a bum. Plain and simple. Leave it at that. So if I'm not about to waste, give Drake money if I hate the man and all of that. And then helping him uh, get like a record amount of streams on Spotify, bro. What I look like? I look stupid. It's like the people with they the Jay-Z and Nas. I, I really would be weird as hell niggas about Jay-Z albums knowing they love Nas and... Say I hate Jay Z, but I bought the album. I'm like, what? It makes no sense. <laughs> Explain. So it was weird, bro. You're gonna be mm-hmm. saying that a lot in these episodes. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, like that's literally gonna be the moral. Of some episodes, bugs are just weird, especially anything Drake related. So, uh, moving on to actually, that's a perfect segue to uh, weirdos in itself. Uh, Doja Cat. So, um, Doja oh, Cat. Man. <laughs> Doja Cat's back in the news, G. Uh, why? Well, for one, I don't know if that song is still charting. Let me look at the billboards while I'm looking at this. But as I'm breaking this down, so uh, Doja Cat is back in the news. She is trending for all the wrong reasons, unfortunately. And no, those reasons are. And hold on, wait. Is this top 100? Yes. All right, so. Doja Cat is still uh, charting at number two for this week on the Billboard. Shout out to her. Uh, but, unfortunately, Say So is probably going to be doing a big drop because she decides to be... She, people learned that she's very racist towards herself. Cooning. Cooning. Legit cooning. Cooning, man. Just cooning. <laughs> like, to a passion. So, unless you've been living on a rock, don't really be on social media like that. Doja Cat is... When at one point of her life, I hope she still doesn't, but um, was active in internet message boards, uh, that were very alt right, alt right being MAGA, pretty much, pretty much being very racist, 
And the weird thing about this is the stuff that she would do for said racist white folk. Where she would be in a video chat, tiny chat, whatever the heck it's called. And for one, you got to pay $30 for this. So as a child, she would, I don't know. Her mom wild for giving her $30. Her mom is wild for giving her $30 to talk to total strangers and strip for these niggas. And they would call her nigger and she would moan. She would hate, she would say she hates niggers Ooh. and stuff like that. She would moan, twerk for them, strip for them, and all of this sort. All in the name of pleasing whitey. And this doesn't, like, am I shocked? No. Am I surprised? To an extent. Mainly because it was like a while ago, like after, like when she first blew up with, uh, when, uh, Bit I'm a clap a bit I'm a cl- uh I'm a, keep trying to call her I'm clown cow whatever the hell in the hell the song called dropped she was getting a lot of publicity off that but um and then she came out of nowhere or was learned that she does not like black men or she doesn't date black men more than anything so and we found out she was dating nude that shot Drake on Degrassi. Everything lines back to Drake. Yo, he looked just like him. Everything <laughs> goes back to Drake, bro. <laughs> Drake. Yo, he, when I tell you he looked just like, well, I forgot dude's name. Was it Lucas? I, think it was I don't remember like, dude's name. I just called him bro, dude that shot uh, Drake, G. He just like him. I'm like, how, bro? The joke writes itself. It really do. Like, <laughs> how you, do you do that? How do you find a dude like that? Like that? To me, that proved then that she was probably bro. in those message boards. Because there's no way... That dude, like that's that's the best she can get. Like Doja Cat is fine as hell, bro. Like it, no matter what, she is fine as hell. Dude, but the, everything from like how his hair looked to the pimples on his face to the what was that like a Steelers a Steelers jersey he was wearing? He had a Steelers something. Steelers, everything just screamed like, "Yo, I got an AK under my bed, fully loaded, exactly. ready for the right day." Like, stay away from me, bro. Stay far away from me, bro. But when we found out who she was dating, bro, that should have been concerning in itself. And the fact I that mean, was, she at that time, she struck me as the type to, you know, yeah. date more outside her race than, like, the average black girl. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, so I mean, I was like, uh... Yeah, I was, I was like, good. whatever. Like, I see it all. You've you seen it before, so... Yeah, we've seen it, like... What, I'm like, oh, okay. Moving on. She likes white meat. Okay. Cool. Do you. <laughs> as far as at that point, we didn't know she didn't like niggas. <laughs> that was the thing. It's just like, Yeah, we didn't okay. get specifics at that time. You know, exactly. Yeah. Now, we got specifics. We we pretty much learned that her daddy uh, abandoned her. Uh, she is South African, so wild in itself. Because um, South yeah. Africans are some of the weirdest type of Africans you're going to ever meet. So, uh, what's the school with South African? See, see, weird, but uh, she's half South African, regardless, you're black. Her white mama raised her, so and a lot of times when it comes to those type of chicks, and the mama's doing most of the raising, you come out a little wet or wild, and your thoughts is weird, and you're very white man pleasing because that's what white, white, a lot of white women do, they live to please the white man. So, it makes sense. But, point of all is, you fucked up. <laughs> because the reason, why this, and the reason why I say that is because 
it's solely that we learned it solely because if she, I'm not sending that for one. This is a vet. We're not a, trying to be a misogynistic podcast, but it's also an example of misogyny always finds a way to win. Those mugs, when you said you was going to show your titties, if say so goes number one and the motherfuckers didn't get them titties, you got to hold that L. <laughs> Look, man, you brought, you put yourself in that position, dog. You like, put yourself in a position. <laughs> Because and those no, same dudes said, uh, "Hey, we know we know your uh, past. We know about you. We know. We know you like to hang out with Wesley. Um, if you don't know who Wesley is, you, uh, find them tiny chat chat uh, pictures. Wesley is often seen with Doja Cat. Um, so what's his name? Wesley. <laughs> like gee, if you, not <laughs> not Wesley, but Wesley." Wesley, yeah, like Wesley, no, not Wesley, like Wesley Snipes, but it's yeah, like no Wesley. Wesley, like Wesley, like like Wesley Snipes. Oh, I thought you was pronounced like Wes, like what, what is it, like a Z or something. Not, yeah, not my fault, but yeah, like Wesley Snipes, you know that's and look, man, uh, but but yeah, so hanging out with those type of dudes, yeah, they gonna they are gonna expose you. You should like they were like, look, me want to see some titties, and them horny dudes end up saying, they hey. Like, everybody want to see a titty ball or two, man. Be that way. Um, fact of the matter is, either way, you can see, you got to hold that L. And then it doesn't help that you had a song. And this is where I was like, you know what? She is really fucked up in the head. And where she decided to make a song called Didn't Do Nothings. I didn't Okay, now correct ever... me if I'm wrong. Did that, song, did that song release or was it unreleased? It was released. It was like, because I did find her old SoundCloud, but I don't think I ever, and like, that's when I, like, this is when uh Cal came out, and I was like, oh, she can actually, uh she actually has talent. I never Ain't came up on a song. around Cal? You said what? Didn't do nothing came around, around uh Move? No, it was like way before, supposedly. This Ooh. is like when she was just releasing music and all of that. Uh, so it was like, I don't know when it came out, because, like, I think the song literally disappeared afterwards. I think her PR team said, hold on, we didn't get this. But, because you could, I think the lyrics was on Genius. So it was available to an extent. <laughs> so, the Didn't Do Nothing song. For one, I didn't know this term existed. This, once again, shows how dangerous those internet chat rooms are and these message boards are, because... These white folks is creating up creating turns that we that we never even thought of, and we sitting again offended by being called nigger. But bro, you come with didn't do nothing is wild, and That's a didn't do crazy. nothing it. And to explain what a didn't do nothing is, a didn't do nothing it means it was a term to make mock police brutality victims who were black, and how black people outright say they didn't do nothing, pretty much. Uh, using African American uh, vernacular and all of that, so, uh, and I I can't lie, it was a funny term because I'm like, bro, that is creative as hell, and I respect creative racism because it's like I might laugh, but it's still racist as shit. That term in itself is hilarious, <laughs> but the fact she made a song and then you make fun of the police brutality victims who were black, preferably Sandra Bland, you just fucked up for black women who were supporting your ass. Because Sandra Bland is every black woman who is woke, uh, go to of uh, please say her name, 
and respect to Sandra Bland and press our family and all of that, but you just fucked up badly just off that alone. So, uh, the song in itself was a, like pretty much at that point was like strike three. She was out at this point, but yeah. really unfortunate situation she's in. Uh, she did drop the, the goat, the, uh, the apology care package called, let me drop a, a apology post. And then also let me go on live and dig myself into a bigger coffin. So um, that live didn't help. She explained some stuff and just kind of showed, for one, about how she was raised and how irresponsible her mom is because you literally let a child be on the internet like this, talking to strangers and showing things to, and giving them $30 and weirdos and shit like that. But it's really unfortunate. But do I feel bad for her at this point? Not really. That's my thing. Nah. I mean, you're grown. You knew what you were doing. Yeah, Trying to put yourself in that position. Yep. And and thing is, you had time to clean this up in a sense of, like, I like I don't think she went in to expect and say so to hit as big, big as it did. Because Say So is a really fucking good song. It's not like I'm going to sit there and say my playlist good, but it's a good song. I see why it blew up. But you had time between Moo and Say So to clean your tweets out, to clean uh, your old song, song stuff out that you may think would be offensive. And also find a way to uh, get those uh, me- the message boards uh, shot up before uh, anybody could go back and screenshot or find out that you was part of that part of that community. She had time, plenty of time. I don't think you could. I don't think you could. You could, you could fix that, bro. I mean, most probably had screenshots, receipts up the wazoo, bro. I don't know. Yeah, maybe about the the uh, yeah, maybe you couldn't get the internet the the those posts away but it will help your case if Dindu wasn't easily accessible at least yeah that's how I kind of at least is like yo there's no way that I need this accessible and also like she had some wild tweets as well if those two weren't there you could easily say that's not me <laughs> you could easily say that's <laughs> not, me. not me but until they dropped the videos and saying she was part of this then you kind of they the- have videos. That's my that's my thing, bro. They have videos, bro. Like, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty. I don't think I'd be too convinced that it wasn't her after seeing the video. But then the people that were on the chats, like those are straight child molester, serial killer, and weirdos, bro. Like, come on, dog. Exactly. Like, everything. Dude. They were everything that's just wrong, and. She did it to herself. It's crazy because I heard I, I, that when I when Kyle came out, I was like, "This kind of this kind of smack." Um, it do. I couldn't catch. And then I was like, "So many decent." So then I went to uh, she had the song called Nunchucks, cold. And I was saying, I'm like, "Hey, so like, it hurts, man." It really kind do. of thing like, like, will go down like that. Okay, so here's my question: How do you? How bad do you think this is like gonna hurt her career? Now, yeah, that, like, I, I don't necessarily think it's going to hurt it that bad. I don't think it's going to... It depends because... Because, like, it depends how much her 
because I think the your black fan base is kind of shot, especially in terms of because I was talking to somebody about this. She had the not only black women, but you had the weirdo black women. You know the 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 type of black women that cosplay and walk around as Pikachu. Those type of chicks, mm. like the suburban blacks, the weirdo <laughs> blacks, the weirdo suburban black chicks, the low key. I'm weird, but I can't let you guys know I'm weird type chicks. She had all the black chicks. It wasn't just like, oh yeah, you know, I got the you know the regular black chick. You know, I'm, you know, what I'm going with. She had all the black chick support because mm-hmm. nobody supports like black women do. No cap. So, hey. you lost that fan base. Then, but it depends how much white people care. That's me. Like, Say So's number two, still in Billboard. So, if it doesn't have a big drop, it depends, like, how things look the next couple weeks in terms of, like, oh, how badly it's going to hurt. Like, if she does a, a really good apology tour, it can happen. Like, I don't know what label mm-hmm. does. Billboard tell us what label she signed to. Let me get all this information and see. I'm curious. If we can get what label she signed to, because if they see her as an asset, they'll make it work. To me, uh, it like anything's freaking possible. Label, record label. Uh, let's see, because if they care, you can always make stuff disappear. She's with RCA, so it depends how much RCA really cares. Like if they want to keep investing money, they can. If she goes on a hell of an apology PR tour, uh. Goes to Minnesota and says those cops are wrong. It can work. <laughs> like she has to be in the front lines saying them cops is wrong. I don't know, bro. This I don't, I'm, I'm a briefly, you know, what I'm saying touch on this because I don't want to get too triggered. But this this uh Minnesota stuff, G, it, it, it's it's crazy. It's fucking nerve, bro. Yeah, you know what I'm saying always. she over here doing what she doing, and then this happened too. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, that's uh, a weird uh, time and events. That's the crazy. wrong time. This is the wrong, uh, yeah, like weird timing of events. It's like bad timing, real bad timing, horrible timing. So it be like that sometimes. So. It, it it really do. So like she has to go on a crazy type level of apology. I'm sorry, like two or four. Like, just to even get people to feel like, I we're going to let it slide. But, um, either way, I can still see her getting nominated for a Grammy off Say So. I can see that happening with little to no problem. Uh, she's going to get oh, yeah. that. <laughs> yes. Like, she's probably yeah. going to get nominated regardless. People going to be mad. And then, if she wins a, a Grammy, Grammy. Oh, if she wins a Grammy off Say So, all is well. All is going to be well. That's that's going to tell me all I need to know. If she wins a Grammy off Say So, all is well and she's going to be fine. So, yeah. Like, it's it's a wait and see approach. But, like, I think she's not going to be as big as this right now. Like, she's not going to be as big as this. She's just not. Like, it's going to die down a lot eventually. So, uh. What about you? Like I can you, see that. Yeah, I, I can see that. I I didn't think it was gonna really hurt her career, like to the point where like 
you know, she ended up like Fetty Wap fell off the face of the earth or something like that. Um, it was gonna affect it is gonna affect her career. Kinda like how you said. I pretty much agree with everything you said. I just wanted to hear your opinion. But like people was people was talking like, oh man, it's over with I'm just like, it it ain't. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, she almost, she almost play your cards right. You could if you play your cards right, you can come back from uh most things. You know what I'm saying? In some situations just end up working itself out. That's a weird way of doing it. Exactly. Like us black people and I'm d I don't I'm not speak for us, but black people have a very odd way of just forgiving. So like I said, she does yeah, a man. quality apology to her. The mother's gonna fall I mean, for the she, she had issues, so I mean Exactly. You, you could say she was warranted if you wanna give him if you wanted to say that. Okay. Like with the whole family stuff going on, so you know, it's a lot of ways you can look at it. That's what I'm saying. I'm just thinking for I'm just thinking for other people. Okay? Yeah. It's a lot of ways you could look you could look at it. Yeah, I definitely you know agree. So let's go ahead and move on to pretty much I would say be our main discussion, final discussion for the day. So there was a post. I feel like the past couple of weeks has been a uh, this dialogue has been going on, but it was a post uh, that. You was tagged in on Facebook by your sister and about Chris Brown and he doesn't have it was a Twitter post originally, but uh where somebody tweeted, Hey, Chris Brown uh isn't as big as Usher which to an extent I agree with, to an extent, but he uh he doesn't have no iconic hits, that no iconic albums, nothing memorable, woo off the bam and stuff like that. And in my mind, I'm like, at first I thought about it, in comparison to Usher, yeah, you can think that, but in terms for our generation, Chris Brown is our Usher. Yeah. And at one That's point... I said it was subjective. I was like, on one hand, I see where you're coming from, but it's a, it's, it's it's the whole, you know, comparing two different... Well, not, they're not two different artists. They're both R&B, but they're two different, like, ages. Exactly, generations. You know what I'm saying? It's two different ages and two different time time frames, timelines. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and that's what I was saying. We was talking about what we was listening to. I like my favorite song by Chris Brown is "Kiss, Kiss, Kiss." My favorite song. My second favorite song is "Poppin," which is on well, that was that was his first album, right? That's his first album, Chris Brown. Yeah. So that's my thing. Like re-listening to Chris Brown's first album. I feel like that says enough. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like when he dropped that, he was literally everywhere. He bro. was a. He it, was it was everywhere. They had him like on the like Usher level of fast tracking of like, yo, this nigga, we're going to blow this little nigga up everywhere, and he was almost everywhere. Like Usher was because, like really? in a way, like I I don't like to compare him, but when you sit back and think, like, because, like, I kind of grew up, like, I know I'm a few years older than you, but I grew up seeing, like, Usher come up in a way where it's, like, I may not remember it, like, live, but I remember aspects of, like, yo, this nigga Usher was everywhere. He was on movies. He was on Moesha. He was on doing Man. TV appearances. not on, And then, like, young as hell at, while at it, while making hits. And he was everywhere. Exactly. Chris Brown, when he first came out, 
Nigga literally was on TV shows. I, okay, I wouldn't say TV shows. Disney Channel. He was he, he was, was on Disney Brown Channel. Made it to Disney he, Channel, bro. Yeah, Disney Come Channel. On, he like and then he start popping up <laughs> on movies. Like they like, gee, Stump the Yard was promoted as if Chris Brown was gonna be there the whole movie. They get smoked first that's fifteen minutes by Hector. I've ever seen in my life, bro. They used Chris Brown to promote that movie, and they killed him in the first what fifteen minutes. Fifteen minutes by Hector. Yo, they snapped. <laughs> they snapped, bro. Something that was a dope movie, though. Like, yeah, something else really like, good. Yeah, but like, they knew how to. They knew what. Like Chris Brown was a marketing tool. So, but yeah, let's bring it back to the music. So, I thought about it. I was like, as I thought about, it, I'm like, gee, that is very huge cat. Like now, I will say. The reason why people feel this way about Chris Brown once again goes back to one of the un- most unfortunate situations that ever happened to any artist of this day that uh, that does involve murder. Um, is what is the fact that he beat the living hell out of Rihanna? It and goes. That's why I said what I said about Doja Cat. I was like, you know what I'm saying? Like people come back from a lot of stuff, bro. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying. You got people still listening to R. Kelly, bro. Like, basically, would turn on an R. Kelly song without hesitation. Without hesitating. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, when it comes to music, man, it's really it's, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, people still do listen to R. Kelly. Uh, also, if you are offended by the word R. Kelly on this podcast, we're sorry we're from Chicago. We have no choice but to mention his name. Uh, if you want us to censor it, too damn bad. But, we're from Chicago. But back to the point. Uh yeah, like Chris Brown came back. Now I would say that he Chris Brown was literally supposed to be marketed to be our generations. So some people would say Michael Jackson. It's because he was so talented as a this no, I'm just saying. Not he's it wasn't gonna be Michael Jackson level. Of, like nobody's never touching Mike level. But in terms of... Just, I wasn't trying to come at that. I was actually just... I was pondering on that statement. But I never heard that. I've heard it, it often. interesting to me. It's, it brought, yeah. it's brought up on Twitter very much often. But in terms of how he was built up to be, like, really the how next big Brown? thing. Shit, Chris Brown. Like, he was 16. He probably, like, in his low 30s, I want to say. Let's see. Chris Brown age. We do our Googles on Timeless uh, Podcast. Uh... Yes, sir. 31. 31. Yep, he's 31. Same age as Tiger. But yeah, so, uh, like, he was at this point, like, if you were to think, it's one of the greatest what ifs you could ever put on any artist, is what if Chris Brown never laid hands on Rihanna? It's one of the greatest what ifs because he was loved by everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody, and him and Rihanna was known as the great young couple that everybody looked up to, because Rihanna was uh, one of the is was at at that point almost almost bigger, almost equal to to Beyonce at that point, at that point, mm-hmm. and Chris Brown was yeah. the the mainstream lovable uh, new R and B act pop pop level star. So it was like. Oh yeah, this is the great couple and all of that, and then, yeah, on the way to the Grammys, Chris Brown literally beats her ass in the Lambo. 
on the yeah. way to the Grammy. So on like, the way to the Grammy. The context, man. The context is crazy. Every, <laughs> once you add on, it's like, yo, what the hell? And like during that time frame, Chris Brown literally had to go on a let. And like, I feel like that moment because I don't like. How long ago was that? How, when did that happen? Hold on, Rihanna, Chris Brown. Crap, hold on. Rihanna, Chris Brown, beat up. Well, that put domestic. <laughs> Gonna be politically politically correct, my guy. Yeah. When did that happen? Let's see. I want to make sure I want to have the date. Uh, well, at least year, two thousand nine. So, literally, about uh, literally, look, eleven, what, ten years from ten years ago. 10, 11 years ago. So Chris Brown was, what, 21. Rihanna's about the same age. Both young as hell. So they literally in their young 20s. Uh, and this situation happened. I feel like that situation turned Chris Brown into an entirely different nigga. Oh, yeah. Because you got to, like, think about, like, how his music changed. And I remember because he dis- he literally had to disappear. He had to disappear. Man, if I tweet... If I tweaked and put my hands on Rihanna, I'd, I'd change he, as a, I'd He had to disappear. <laughs> like, and Rihanna really didn't. Like, I think, if anything, that kind of made people, she had, she used that as, like, the sympathy. And she, I think, and she kind of came out a little bit darker as, like, more of a darker, angry type chick as well after that. Like, that, and that, I feel like that was one of her best music as well. Then Chris Brown came back to the scene. We'll never forget when that nigga literally, because, uh, that summer, he was supposed to. Uh, Michael Jackson died, and he couldn't dance and honor Michael Jackson at the BET Awards. He was hurt and devastated because he had to disappear. He comes back, BET Awards. First time I think we seen Chris Brown in like a public setting, and he cries, and everybody's like, "Oh my God, we gotta apologize to Chris Brown." I was one. I me 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 being young and dumb, I was like, "Look, man, let Chris Brown cook." Cause I think he, cause that happened coming off his second album, so yeah, so like and that album was it was really unfortunate. Crazy. I was like, it was like to see somebody that talented, you feel me, make a mistake like that, it hurts. Yeah, you know what I'm saying it hurts to see that because it's like, dang, bro, like you know he tweaked, they ain't saying like Chris Brown's like a evil mug, you know what I'm saying? Like he just had a weak moment, you feel me? Agreed. A weak moment. Like, we all have our weak moments. We ain't condoning what he did. You know what I'm Hell saying? Hell no. And like, it just, it just hurts to see. You, you hate to see it. <laughs> That's Pretty like, much. I'm trying to... What was the album that... What was the name of that? Da- exclusive? Yeah, that was exclusive. Because they had Kiss Kiss, Take You Down. Yeah, so... And that oh, was... Exclusive. Yeah, it was exclusive. And that was a huge... Like, to me, that was a Take really down, good I'm album. Home, I'm looking at damn playlist now. <laughs> Like that was like nigga, like nigga to take you down video girls going horny off that um, wall to wall as you take said down my jam, kiss dude. kiss he had a song with Kanye on this album bro <laughs> like I remember the song Wanna Be like that was one of my symptoms in high school uh, yeah what else Throw was decent with you with you was a what played to hell let's see. <laughs> Like, yeah. he had a... This is a really goddamn good album. And then, after that, 
He didn't. He doesn't drop nothing until. Let's see, cause he graffiti comes out. I didn't yeah. like graffiti. I'm gonna keep it. Hey, you ain't like graffiti. One of my favorite songs is on graffiti, bro. It's a beautiful people. Oh yeah, well no, it had it has good songs on it. I didn't like it as an album, and this is when I think he started getting to a point where I'm just gonna like I'm just gonna make some long ass goddamn albums because he, oh, yeah. it was a lot on here, bro. It's 21 songs on here, so it's like yo. Yeesh. Yeah, he so like to make music, man. That's one thing about Chris Brown. He loves to make music, though. Yeah, he like, he has a hell of a work ethic. So he comes back with graffiti around this time frame, and no, I think graffiti came out around the time the situation happened. So he couldn't even really promote the album. Yeah, he couldn't promote the album like that. So he was already in a really effed up situation because of that. And Graffiti has some quality good songs on there. I started liking the sound he was going. Cre- he was creating with songs like, uh, like Beautiful People, I Can Transform You was a hit. Uh, what else was on here? I'm trying to make sure. The song. I'm tr- he had a song with Sean Paul on there. That was probably fire. And look, he he did. He has a song with Tank. Kind of fucked up there. Oh, that that was a bad sign. You shouldn't do a song with Tank. Um, but yeah, so he had to disappear, and I think after this is when he started getting real edgy, a lot more edgy, and he he does that mixtape with Tiger. Oh yeah, and he's like even though he was that rapping on "I Can Transform fan. You," he was that rapping more fan, on right? here. G. <laughs> hey, bro, and that, that was fire. Uh, was, so was that fan of a fan? Yeah, that was that fan of a fan. Thing. And I so can't cap. Uh, I love that mixtape. I'm so raw on there. I'm so raw was on there by Tiger. Chris Ooh. Brown, no bullshit was on there. Deuces hey, was on there. Was, that was one of the coldest joints they made, bro. I remember uh, that song. I played that. That was my. Was that? That was eighth grade. Was that eighth yep. grade? Or first, or well, for you, it was eighth grade. I think that was like my sophomore. No, my junior year of high school. I want to say. Yeah. But Freaking, like fan uh, of the fan was fire, G. I'm so raw, was cold, yeah, 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 I, nice. that, yeah. Like every, like I was like, yo, I was hyped for this because like what was on there, bro. Like it, they had some shit on there, bro. Like you never listen to fan sure. of the fan. Stop listening to this podcast right now. Listen to fan of the fan, bro. One of the best mixtapes of our t- of, of this generation that don't get talked about enough. But I feel like that was one of the turning points of Chris Brown's career because he started embracing the bad boy image because he realized. Alright, man, you mugs ain't gonna get over this. I'm just gonna embrace the bad boy that I want me to be and pretty much be Bobby Brown on steroids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, steroids instead of, you know, something else. There was some cocaine mixed in there eventually. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. There was some cocaine mixed in eventually. <laughs> so, and then also just the how we saw the toxicity of his relationship with Karuchi as well in a public setting, doesn't really help. So, to kind of wrap up the Chris Brown, why people feel the way they feel about Chris Brown, it's the kind of shit that he he does to women. So, yeah. that. But even though I feel like him having a child kind of made him chill out a lot more, uh, from what I've noticed, but to say that he doesn't have nothing iconic is disrespectful, G. Yeah, that's, 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 that's cap. 
Like, no, nah, because, like, we, as we was discussing, we brought up random joints, bro. Like, random tracks. And that was just off the yeah. first three albums. And then Fan of a Fan was one of the most important mixtapes of my high school life, my teenage years. And then you was entering your teenage years, and you, you was rocking with that, bro. To me, he made, Chris Brown helped make Tiger relevant. Man. Iconic. Man, he he giving mugs alley-oops. Come on, G. Come on, bro. Like, yeah, Tiger signed with Young Money, but Chris Brown kind of gave him an alley-oop that, that literally, because the focus was Wayne and Nick. I mean, Drake and Nicki at the time, that it was like, here's an extra alley-oop, bro. Here's an extra alley-oop. You said what? I said, weren't they beefing because of that? Who? Tyga and uh, Drake. Yeah. Not the whole Kylie Jenner stuff. But, like, wasn't there? There was some dispute going on within Young Money. Like, Tyga was like, you know, he wasn't getting paid. But he was, he oh, yeah. He was kind of sneak dissing Drake and all of that. And I think the Chris Brown and Drake beef kind of. I think Tyga was kind of taking sides. You know, how that shit go but yeah so stuff like that plays a huge role but chris brown like i would it's tough to say like you can't sit there and talk about chris brown not be having nothing iconic and we the first album in itself is a classic that first that's album that, that, that's my that's my main point bro that's why i brought it up it's like, a classic that really that shut everything down like his first album, his, his breakout, you know what I'm saying? Everything that that was that was his classic, right? Yep. That whole run, that whole season was just it was different, bro. I remember being on punishment in my room on the floor, bored as hell. <laughs> and uh, yo, that's that's the name of the song. I don't know your name, but excuse me, man. Sorry yeah. for my call. It's all yo, yeah. That's how I've been on radio 24 seven, bro. Played the hell out of it. You couldn't, you I'm couldn't avoid down, that. I'm so. like, yeah. I mean, this is before I was started, you know what I'm saying, pulling females, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I, I, was, I was like, yo, this is this, this, this mother's smack. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm like, this is smooth. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, Gotta I, I, get like, credit with credit is due. Gotta exactly. get credit with credit is due. You can so, play popping to this day. And Muggs is like, bro, come on, That's bro. my jam, G. I'm, play, I'm playing that yesterday, all day yesterday, which is crazy. That we having to talk right now, bro. You can play pop, and then I and then you got it, bro. He had. Come on now. Well, what year did uh did Chris Brown come out? The album. Uh, the album Chris Brown. Hold on. Two thousand and. I'm looking on Apple Music right now. Hold on. Two thousand five. Two thousand five, bro. What was what was Wayne's career in two thousand five, bro? Prime mixtape Wayne. Wayne was Dedication. going crazy. You got Dedication, Wayne bro. on the yeah. remix to give me With that. With Joel Santana. And then in the video, too. Come on, G. Yo, Chris Brown had one of the coldest runs, bro. Like that, like yeah, that first album run was different. Too. But like, every, like, come on, man. Like, and then let's just even fast forward a little bit, bro. Like, G, my man's Loyal was an anthem, bro. Loyal was an anthem. I got tired of hearing that song. I ain't gonna lie. I got tired of hearing that song. I understand, (laughs) but bro, loyal was loyal was a hit, bro. Like that's one of those songs that's just gonna 
stick for a it long was. time, bro. They got people tying flannels around their waist and wearing Tim's with uh, black jeans. Muggs was definitely dressing like the men. Once again, and that, that goes back. Niggas was dressing like him, G. Exactly. Come on, bro. See? Come on, bro. See, we, we, like, y'all not, y'all gotta be true to y'all selves, bro. We need y'all to be true to y'all selves. Yes, if you just outright say you hate Chris Brown, cool. I feel like that's what Shorty should have said in that post. But, bro, to sit here and say he's not an icon, at least to this era of our generation, of at least since 2005 until this day, because niggas still making music. He's very much still popular and talked about. Yes, mm-hmm. the nigga last two albums is a combination of 80 fucking songs. Mm-hmm. Probably more. I'm not about to count. But, gee, you can't sit and tell me when he drops something, people don't react. It's Drake level to an extent. The nigga, when, gee, when No Guidance came out, bro, everybody was talking about it, bro. That's another example of using it to your advantage, bro. The way Drake and and, um, Chris Brown knew that they was going to shake it up with that that reunion, bro. Exactly. Because it got to a point where I was one of them people saying, before they uh, decided to get along, Drake and Chris Brown have cheated us, well, Rihanna, because of her love for both of them niggas, cheated us out of Chris Brown and Drake making some of the most craziest songs of the of the past decade. We was cheated out of a decade of hits, bro, from them two niggas. Yeah, no. Come that on, was a whole bro. decade, bro. A whole crazy. decade, bro. We was cheated because of Rihanna. <laughs> I was like, and I hate to blame Rihanna because of that, but. She was the reason why them niggas was throwing bottles at the club. It's true. Pussy five. It's Rihanna, bro. It's Rihanna, it, it's bro. It's Rihanna. And that, oh, the God. impact of Rihanna is scary. Once again, Rihanna Fair is fine. high on my risk at all list. <laughs> number one. <laughs> if she's not your number one, we got to have a dialogue, bro, and tell me who's your number one because I might sit there and tell you it's Cap. Don't you Cap? <laughs> Like, I'm sorry, G. <laughs> like, you look at Rihanna, G. Like, dog. She takes your soul. I actually had a dream that Rihanna made a song for one of my beats. See? I don't want to be in the studio that day. I don't want to be in the wrong. I need you in the studio, bro. You got to be that... P.D.D., bro. And look, bro. You gonna sit there and be yeah, like, and look, in the studio, I, look, bro. I need you to go harder, and she's gonna be like, I think he's fine. I'll be like, all right, <laughs> Queen, you right. But I'm gonna let me stop because I was gonna say something. See, look, man, we're not a problematic podcast. I don't know who's listening to this podcast, but I don't want her to sit there and get mad at me. So I'm not gonna say what I gotta want, want to say. Point of the matter is, back to the point. Chris Brown's an icon, bro. Bringing it all back together. Chris Brown's eye. Yeah, that's, that's I feel nothing like less, this conversation is needed. It is very much needed. If you disagree, please tell me why you disagree. Put your emotions and bias aside. I want to know why do you feel he's not an icon. 
there's no disagreeing, bro. I don't want to be that guy that just disregards everything and just be like, it's just facts. But it's like, you just got to look at the facts, bro. Like, the like, man probably writes if you for don't, your favorite if you don't admit, If you don't admit to anything, you know what I'm saying? Like we just said, his first round was just legendary, bro. Not many people have, like, a legendary first round like that. Exactly. You know what I'm Some people, you know, it, it takes time and ooh, off the bear. Ain't really as dynamic as that. You feel I me? Mean? Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I just don't agree. I don't agree with anything other than what we said. Exactly. That might be kind of biased or whatever. How many songs he he had chart on Billboard? Hold on, because this this is gonna be this might end it right here. Okay, in terms of Hot 100, he had a hundred songs that made the top 100. Over a hundred. It's some artists that don't even get two. So, two number one hits, which I understand is the bias in terms of that. Fifteen top ten hits. Let me see what what was what. No guidance recently. Run it. Supposed to be loyal, no air with Jordan Sparks, and that song played to fucking death. Um, that song had me in my feelings, bro. If it's ever that was shorty. a beautiful song. I was in my feelings for females. I wasn't even with man, bro. I'm just like this ain't right. <laughs> no quality simp song, bro. Quality simp. Song. I'm in Burger King Playhouse, bro. Over here thinking about a shorty that don't even. Like me, dog. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, gee, like, I like, wish I was just pressed over some female. Like, like gee, if you see me in the car, listen to no air, bro. Call the police for, Pray me, for bro. me, Pray for me. Come, no, man, yeah, don't call the police. Please don't call the police. At least right now. Pray for me. Hug me. And say it's going to be all right, G. <laughs> Please. That's Let's all I what, need, man. Exactly. What else? He had forever? I'm trying to remember. Forever, forever. Oh, I remember forever. Yep, show me, and I was number two with you. Don't wake me up, deuces. Look at me now. A song with Pitbull. Kiss, kiss was number one. Number that's my one. Favorite song, bro. That's my favorite all-time favorite song by Chris Brown, bro. Kiss, kiss. Like that song, and that still slaps to this day. Uh, only I literally forgot about that song. That charted, yeah, and that's when that nigga was. And like that nigga was in his uh, what you call it that, that fist pumping music shit, and that was fire. Chris Brown had some of those fire fist pumping songs ever, bro. Come on, say goodbye. You gotta, my, you, gotta you can't lie to say, uh, uh, buddy. He um, he kind of like branched off into another lane, and and was he didn't his career. Yeah, like, like Chris Brown recorded. is not scared to go to other lanes of music. And make it work. That goes back to yeah. his work ethic, G. Only a few artists can do that. And that says a lot about his art, like his, his skill as an artist. And his, and, his, and his ability to write as well. He's a very underrated writer. Let's see. Yeah. Say goodbye. Yo, excuse me, miss. That, I'm surprised that did not enter top five. They played the fuck out of that. Um, Shorty Like Mine. Look, come on, man. Shorty Like Mine. Oh, I forgot about that. Shorty, Yo. come on, bro. Look, man. Look, bro, y'all not... Gee, if you listen to this podcast and you was not... Li- bro. Yeah, man, you got to put some respect on his name, bro. Come put on, man. respect on my man's name, bro. She ain't you. That sample, bro. Hey. He sampled hey, Mike. Babe. That's number two. That's number come on, two, man. man. I, actually sung that, I actually sung that song to my girlfriend, bro. 
No cap. And look, bro. Like when we got back together, bro. I'll send our phone See? To See? That's in my playbook. That was one of those, that was one of those Drake moments when, that was one of those Drake moments when he said literally every single thing that I was going through and that I was feeling. And I was like, yo, this song is cold. I got to send this to Shorty. See? It's bogus, but you know what I'm saying? Hey. Get it. But yeah, it's in my playbook, bro. Give me that with Wayne. We already talked about that. We already talked about popping. Take you down. Those two songs, if they were to play in a juke party in Chicago, bro, I was taking your bitch. I was taking your bitch to the floor, my nigga. Y'all ain't ready to talk about that, bro. Let's see. What else we got here? Chris Brown has helped Kid Inc. have a wonderful career, by the way. Let's see. Don't judge me. Strip. Birthday cake with Rihanna. After whooping her ass. Come on, you man. You ain't got to say it like that, bro. I'm sorry. You, you, but you you, the, the point, the point <laughs> you, is you made. You Rihanna be talking about, man. Exactly. I apologize, Rihanna. If you are listening, please look at me. Uh, Back to sleep. Do you mind? Please Party. Please. Party with Usher, G, with, and Gucci. That slapped. Come on, G. Yeah. Y'all not ready. Come on, bro. Yeah. Come, I'm I'm gonna stop right there, G. Liquor. Liquor. What's that song he? Oh, what's that song he did with uh DJ Khaled and Wayne and the Big Sean? Uh, how many times? I, that that, that just popped. That's too. right under it, bro. Oh, for real? Yes. Yo, and the list of hits is right is near, cold, bro. How many? Come on, bro. Y'all, G. The Billboard don't lie. I'm just naming hits. I didn't even get to album cuts, G. Some album cuts are here. You know how hard it is to get an album cut to the chart? Your favorite can't even get us their single to chart. Stop playing on the man, bro. Like, the stop more we playing. get into this conversation, the more angry I am at that college career post. It's like, college. And wow. this goes, and matter of fact, this is the perfect way to end it as I'm still scrolling because I might make a movie with Twister. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Come on, bro. Come on, bro. What the band with Ludacris, G? Come on, bro. Come on. Come on, G. This Christmas. Come How did we go this whole conversation while I mentioned this Christmas? That was probably somebody's uh forty year old dad. You know what I'm saying? trying to say something bro i don't know art like gee this the chris brown version of this christmas plays at department stores on christmas our generation will probably be playing that version instead of the original that our folks that our, our ogs play g think about that g y'all be respectful to the young king bro Yes, he had. He is a very toxic ass nigga. I mean, also, hey, we talking about his music. You know what I'm saying? Not we're talking to, about the know, music. That sounds, that sounds toxic in and of itself. But like, you just got to get credit where credit is due. Exactly, G. Yeah, like, it is what it is, bro. Like, come on, bro. Like, the man, 
the man had nobody works as hard as Chris Brown currently in music, except maybe Drake. And Future, I put Future up there too, and Thugger, and Thug. But Chris Brown's probably number one. Nobody works as hard, and it shows by the fact he can easily drop freaking fifty songs on an album and tell you to listen to all fifty. And I will probably listen to all fifty. And then sit there and figure out what is going on my playlist from there. But gee, most of those 50 songs are going to slap. The point of it all is, gee, Chris Brown is an icon. He's a legend. And he must be respected as such, gee. I ain't going to sit and say he's better than Usher, no. But it's nothing wrong with being number two to Usher. He has a case. And he has a case. you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't really. I don't see not yet. You, I mean, you could. He's on the way. But like, this is my thing, and I'm gonna say this earlier. Like, Chris Brown ain't even done yet, bro. Exactly. I mean, he's 31. Folks is 31 years old, bro. He ain't nowhere near done yet. So I feel like trying to definitively like compare him to like somebody like Usher. It's a good topic, but at the end of the day, Chris Brown's not even. He's not even done yet. Exactly. Like. Usher is still Usher is way past his prime, but Chris Brown at this point is still I feel like artistically in a really good place where if he was to drop an album and it be the best 12 15 songs and he put his all into those 12 15 songs. Yeah. Cuz he's due for another classic. Way past due. Because you got to say his classics is the first album, Chris Brown. Uh, Fame is actually really good. It has a case to be a classic to me. I'm and fan. I can't really say he doesn't have nothing else. And fan of a fan. If he gets a, has one more, he's straight to me. Like, I'll, I'll gladly say. But I would say he doesn't have a bad project. Come on, That's man. That's your least favorite. Uh, what was my least favorite? I think I said it was like, uh, not forever. Um, what the hell did I say? Because it really didn't have nothing I liked on there. Uh, let me look at this freaking album list because this dude has a crap ton of shit. Was it exclusive? No, it wasn't exclusive. I think it was Fortune. Yeah. Oh, really? No, wait. Can't say it was uh, Fortune. Nope. Let's see. Now, to keep it real, I might say, no, because I like royalty. Royalty's really freaking good. Um, that's where he started making coked out music. It might be exclusive. Exclusive might be my least favorite. It has hits on it, but from start to, like, it just don't have, like, it just don't, like, don't have nothing memorable outside the singles. While every other thing had like an album cut that I was like, I can always vibe to. So, but even then, Forever is still good. I mean, Exclusive is really good. I was like, come on, bro. Now, if you want to sit there and say Heartbreak on the Moon because it's freaking 40, 44, 45 songs, go ahead. But it's not bad. Indigo. Has literally 32 songs. It's not bad. 
those are really good albums. Royalty could do this dude pushes out songs like crazy. I swear. Like royalty was really freaking good. I mean royalty came out. That like gee. It had hits on there, bro. Like yeah. that like he was going crazy with royalty. Like that that came out after his, uh when he, when Muggs found out he uh he had a kid, G. He was in his bag. So the man Chris Brown, like G, the point of it all is just respect the respect the man musically, G. That was a disrespectful I, ass post. <laughs> it's very disrespectful now. at this point. It is is very freaking disrespectful, G. Very disrespectful, G. And just respect Chris Brown, bro. Like that's the that's that's the message we're gonna end it with is respect Chris Brown, G. He's an icon. Maybe not to you, but hey, I understand life happens. But Chris Brown is a freaking legend, bro, and needs to be respected as such, G. It, like, G, if Chris Brown is not going to be some nigga that's going to be on Unsung, G, like Pretty Ricky or Pleasure P. Woo! He's not <laughs> going to be on Unsung. This nigga's getting a behind... They VH1 will bring back behind the music for Chris Brown, G. Hey, I need them to bring back behind the music, bro. Like, no cap. <laughs> that would be lovely, you by the way. Behind the, uh, the music gave us everything, G. Like, G, if... If something bad was to happen to Chris Brown, God forbid, he's getting an emergency podcast. Jacquees isn't. So. Folks who probably said that probably is like, oh, Jacquees is on his way to being better than us. Jacquees wish he could fill those shoes, bro. Jacquees doesn't even have a I think a somebody song said that before. I think I've heard that before. I wouldn't be surprised somebody tweeted that bullshit. But that goes back to the point. Jacquees don't have Jacquees like geez, even if you put other like the current R and B niggas and try to say are they better than Chris Brown? That's a big fact. Hell no. no. Hell no. I mean, I I, I wasn't really want to be like oh Jacquees is garbage, but like, but like if you put them next to Chris Brown, no, nah, if you, it's like no, hell no. Hell no, like it ain't gonna work. No, so like is nobody like come on. In terms of this current era, Chris Brown is the usher to these little niggas. G, that's just how I look at it. That's just how I look at it, bro. And it's, like, it's not the wrong with that, bro. It's like trying to sit there and say, "Oh my God, Summer Walker is gonna be the next Beyonce." Bitch, you got a lot of nerve. <laughs> like, <laughs> she wish she could even put a toe in Beyonce's shoe. Or heal. Let's put it that way. So, just think, bro. Like, respect respect the OGs, bro. Respect the legend, bro. Yeah, Chris Brown is a ding-dong and all of that. But it's but once we've sat there and realized Chris I mean, Usher was handed out herpes to bitches, G. <laughs> Let's talk about the real T. <laughs> like, bro, that's, that's, that we have to, like, yes. Is it bad either way? What, her, physically harming a woman it, well, both are physically harming a woman. Either way, Chris Brown just used his hands. Usher used his lips or his penis. So, yo, bro, Usher hand out herpes to hoes. Going away, man. Come on, that, bro. That's for life. Come on, bro. Like I ain't justifying nothing, but gee, 
Both toxic kings. If I like my R&B with some toxicity, G. If you ain't, if you don't got nothing wrong, it's something, it's something not right. Neither, uh, you need a, uh, a motivation for the music. Exactly, bro. Exactly, G. And Chris Brown has has domestic problems, and he does cocaine to go with. So, come on, bro. But we'll end the episode on that note before we even uh, dabble down something even worse. Uh, we appreciate uh, <laughs> we appreciate you guys for listening greatly. Uh, continue to support the brand, Timeless Vibes. You tweaking media is all greatly appreciated. Uh, follow me on Twitter at deep underscore Chris underscore J. Deep Chris J. Don't forget them underscores. Uh, you go ahead and drop yeah, your, uh, your underscores. Yeah. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Chaz Vibes, C H A Z V I B E. Both platforms, same name. You feel me? Cool, cool. Uh, and once again, my man's got, he's dropping his first single in July, bro. So be on the lookout for that. Look out for the pretty much the promo plans we got in store for that as well. Because, gee, we got something for y'all to vibe to and all that good stuff, G. But we appreciate you guys for listening. Peace. Good Lord.